because uh, our next guest uh, is from originally from Whitegate, living in Scarif, uh, one of our own here on Scarif Bay Community Radio, Michal Perl. Michal, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, uh, Jim, Dara. Um, no, just, I suppose, Michal, the, the reason we have you today is there's an upcoming uh, event next week. Um, which will be in competition with Michael Hulahan's <laughs> piece on the... Oh, I don't think so. I think there's a space. There's a, there's a good okay. distance between us. There is. I don't okay. think but uh, I, I suppose we did a programme early in the year, Michal, you and I, and we walked an area of land in, in Whitegate that you know well. Yeah. Uh, will you just tell us where and tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, the, the, the area is, is my home place and, and uh, we still own it and have it. So it's about 20 acres of a mountainy farm and it's just outside Whitegate. It's, it's, a, it's a place called Lock Hill and it's in the townsland of Doraney and it's in the parish of Whitegate. Now I was there for 25 years, so I was in. I was. In, you'll know my age now in a second because I'm in Scarif for 45. We have the calculators out already, <laughs> <laughs> so it's very easy to uh, calculate that one. Um, yeah, and and last year, as you say, yeah, last year, um, I suppose like always, I had nothing to do and I was fooling around, and we had done. I had searched all the different places of the Slivakti Mountains because I was interested in different aspects of heritage and. I was searching for certain stones and different circles and prehistoric monuments, but never thought that um, that uh, I had it at my own doorstep in my own twenty acres. So when I retired last year, last June, last June twelve months, I I found uh, that there was a few things on the land, and then as I investigated, I found an awful lot more. Uh, stuff on the land and then that's where you came in Jim I, I told you and so you and yourself and myself we did a walk a talk and walk uh, in the area and at the time we said look it to be great to have an archaeologist an archaeologist out and maybe uh, a dig but you know to date at the moment the archaeologist has come and uh, she's been there now I think uh, three days three different times she has come with her team. They're from Clare County Council. I want to thank them especially for, for coming and um, very interested in it. Um, uh, it's, it's, as she says herself, mysterious. Yes. So, <laughs> Tell us just maybe a couple of, uh, some of the the things which would be mysterious or which the mysterious people might find what I would call a cranog. Now, a cranog on top of a mountain is something that you wouldn't think much about. You usually get cranogs in lakes, but then when you think back on it, in in, in one part of uh, of the just and the brow of the mountain at the bottom, I suppose in the bog, um, there was a lake there. I suppose it was the time of the glaciers and and they move and the the ice age and the way the glaciers moved. So you would have a lot of mountain lakes. So the the lakes would have been um, formed back that time. So after that, then um, people began to come when the would say the the bogs began to grow after the glaciers, after the ice age, around maybe I don't know ten thousand years ago. It's only lately I'm beginning to learn this <laughs> because yes. I'm not, not an archaeologist. No. I'm only an ordinary blowing. But anyway, the the, the anyway the the uh, this form of a cranog, which is a round, circular, twenty five meter wide, um, circular uh, mound, and it is mounded right around it. So. Then you have a sort of 
the funny thing about it is, or the strange thing about it, the mystical thing about it is that it's it's not a full circle. It moves out uh, at one side to what I think is a burial chamber. Okay. But that's my thinking right. of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, and has there Adele Barry, the archaeologist, has looked at it, yeah. and and she's going to give her report <laughs> on her findings, and not alone that finding, but there's also um, a circular dwelling on top of the mountain, and that's something around 25 yards wide, or in diameter. So that and many more, many, many more circles yes. all over the place, as we saw on that day. Yeah, little circles, like drilled into stone. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yeah. As well. As well. There, there are um, what I call bell art, or, or some people call it stone, or um, cup art. You know, the, 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 it's a hole in the, in the rock where prehistoric man actually ground the hole in the rock. Now, whether they were for rituals or whether they were for cooking, cooking or grinding corn. But, but they're, they're but perfect circles. They're perfect circles. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you had a, if you designed a drill That's to right. do it, you'd yeah. say this is how they did it. It is. Except and, there were no the drills then. You could find one, you know. But the coincidence, it, it, it would be a complete coincidence to say that you could find three or four on the same mountain. It wouldn't be a fool of fee, by any chance, but it's the cool. There, the, and that like. is also, um, Adele has also identified a large fool of mm. fee mm. uh, on another part of it. So it's, mm. it's, it's an ongoing not a search. You can actually see them. So she, they have brought in um, a drone and they have flew that over it and they're picking up the circles and the different things that are on the mountain. And it wouldn't and be a suit rain by any chance, you know, an under-chamber, like you'd have a suit rain, like an underground, but you said the buried chamber you'd have. Yeah, it's, it's possible that, that it's, it's, it's anything. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, the main thing is that um, it all came to be when the, the turf or the bog, it's, it's, a, it's a blanket bog on the mountain. So it all came to pass when we, our generation, and my father and ourselves, cut all the turf off the top of the mountain. If it was now, we wouldn't be able to cut the turf. But yeah. this has revealed, yeah. the turf the turf cutting revealed the, all those things. So that means, for me, it means that they were there before the bog grew. Yeah. So they were there basically back the time or after the Ice Age. Yeah. Okay. So that, and, and you're talking about under the bog. Yeah, Everything is under. Very old. So mm. when we revealed it, when we cut it, we never knew it. Mm. But... Looking at it last year and all through the year and trying to pick out the different aspects in it myself. Mm. And I hadn't a clue. I still haven't a clue. But Adele, hopefully, will put some light on that. Okay. One of the things I know what, what I found most fascinating of all is, and it would be lovely to see it from the air as well, from a drone, is kind of at the top of the hill, there seems to be a circular uh, enclosure for the want of a better word, with a, with an obvious opening from the eastern side looking towards the rising sun. And, I, you know, whether it was a ritual site or what it was, but it certainly, to my mind anyway, that was the most fascinating thing. It was, and, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't wait for the, the winter solstice, which is the 21st of December, right, 24th, yeah, 23rd right. of December. Yeah. I couldn't wait for that to come because I didn't really tell anybody. Only my own family that, yeah. and of course they thought you know, and and I am um, mad. You saw. <laughs> 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 so, 
anyway, as it came, uh, as as the as December came, anyway, yeah. I couldn't wait to, to go down yeah. to see what way the sun was shining. So yeah, the yeah. sun shone straight in that opening that you're talking about, and yeah. straight into the rock <coughs> in the middle of the this 21 meter wide um, circular dwelling or whatever it was. So the rock formation around there, around you can you can is identified, and it's no problem see that. So um, and. The, the great thing about it is it looks as if, and again, this is me, it looks as if it was a, a covered dwelling mm -hmm. because of the way the rocks are placed and the way it looks as if there was a roof on it, mm -hmm. like the one in Meath and um, something similar to yes. um, that. So, um, and then after waiting and tracking the sun in that entrance i went down to the rock where this bellart hole is at the in down by the bog or by the lake um and it's only just down the hill from it but i went down there to see if the sun shone into that the sun would never could never shine into that except for this particular time because the sun comes out over out over the mountain and it can only shine into it from the when it comes to the south Yes. So on that particular morning, I went to that rock and the sun rose over the Devil's Pit in Tipperary. It actually shone through the Devil's Pit in Tipperary and it shone directly into the hole in the stone. Yes. And it shone into this hole in the stone all day until it set in the evening. So that was my take on it. And anybody that wants to do that can, yeah. can do that on the 21st and 2nd and 23rd. Yeah. So those are the things that I put together. Now I put together a little booklet trying to um, focus in on. So that booklet is out there. But um, the truth, or hopefully the, the, the whole truth, will come out with the archaeologist, mm -hmm. Adele Barry, and, and ongoing, uh, you know, um, yeah, so is there going to be excavations done or anything like that? Yeah, she is hoping that there will yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she's very interested, awful interested in it. And uh, you know, some some of the time archaeologists, if you report something into archaeologists, they, they will uh, actually uh, tell you that they'll come out, but sometimes they don't yeah. with workload they don't come out for a good while mm -hmm. and then when they do come out they'll mark it and they'll zoom it up to uh, mm -hmm. the cloud and they're gone and you don't know if it's uh, if it's uh, you yeah. know uh, have you checked the national monuments probably isn't on those it's no the thing about it's it, it those yeah maps, you know? the thing about it is it couldn't have been on them because it was under the bog and it I was understand. never um i know it was I mean, never reported up to a long time ago first, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. so um none, so, of the, none of them that's on this mountain is on anything Oh, except okay. what we're yeah. putting mm. on, what is going to be so put on. So it was a big now. find, basically. Uh, fantastic well, discovery. Well, it was it. If, if it is something. But of course it is. It has to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. To but be. I suppose, it, they, they, I, I mean, I, I, since I first heard, it's you told me first about it, I mean, it's. A, I think it's a great sense of excitement mm. when a new place, which, you know, was not no, known no, by no, anybody, yes, yes. even yourselves and your family, and you walked it and you cut turf That's in right, it, yeah. and, and you started of passed it by, probably. We didn't yeah. even know it. Little, no. you know. Yeah, until, On, until last year, until I studied until it. Until you studied deeply, it. And I had a little bit of knowledge about archaeology. Yeah. And I yeah. suppose if you do ex decide to excavate the site, you might find more things that you've never seen. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's yeah. the exciting thing about it, because, I mean, of course, you can't excavate anything without a license. Exactly, of course, there's all the So it's all in the system, which is a great system yeah. and and it all goes that way so and there's another uh, exciting one above on the very top of the mountain is where um i used to always when we when we actually cut the turf there uh, we 
I saw it at that particular time, but I paid no heed, heed of it because the water flowed out of it mm-hmm. on top of a mountain now. The right. water flowed out. Yeah. So anyway, I was looking at it, and, and I call it the well, the well on top of the mountain. But there is a mound around it as well, and there's a, a flagstone about, uh, it's, it's, it's about two metres in diameter, I suppose, and it's right on top of it. So in under the flagstone, there is something, and there is a mound around it, and it's completely on the top of the mountain. So there is one thing that's in there is charcoal, big junks of oh. charcoal, because... Oh, wow. Because um, at the time when I was young, I took out some of the charcoal, but it's in there. Because my father said always, you know, never remove anything from any, any place. Of, you know, it's, it was a, you had a bad look for it. So uh, we never removed anything. Everything is still there. And um, it's there. It, I took photographs of the particular stones, but they're all back in the same place. Mm. Yeah. So there is one very interesting stone, and I asked her, I asked uh, Adele, could I remove it? And of course, you can't remove anything. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a small stone. It's mm. only six, f- yeah. seven well, inches. Charcoal would suggest that it was used for, for burning, obviously. Yes. And yeah. That there was fire associated mm, with right, that place, yeah. whether that was for ritual, ritual or, or yeah, cooking yeah, or yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the drone will tell a lot because I know when Quinn did it, drone work and yeah. um, we'll say Tavis. TVS did different digs there yeah. uh, with Graham Hull and, and um, Joe McCoy and I was involved in one of them for a short while but anyway and you can see the outline of the buildings as you go into the Abbey and Quinn where they used to have 600 students at one stage trained to be priests over yes. a period of time it was more than Trinity College and you can see the pumps and hollows mm, in that yeah, and someone yeah. pointed out as we should put a note there saying this is an archaeological it's in private land site in case people think it's just Somebody didn't bother cleaning it up, you know. Yes. But you can see yeah. the humps and the hollows. Yeah, and from the yeah. sky, you yeah. can actually see where the well, dwellings were. the same, and, and, and you can and actually where see Where there's the a fort up the side, and there was yeah. different things. You can see it when you're from the picture from the sky. Yeah, you can see, you can see it from the... Yeah, you can yeah. see everything on the mountain now, in Lock Hill as well, from yeah. Yeah. With, with the different... I've seen yeah. some of them. So, But uh, there was one very, very uh, peculiar stone. And it, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't man-made. It was a rock, and it's in six inches. And I think... Did I show it to you, Jim? The, it, it was a horn, and a, a cat... A, Looked to me like a cow's horn. No, it obviously it's in the stone. Imagine you that. can actually rub the horn inside yes. the yeah, stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you, you know it's you know. Uh, so I mean, they're very interested in in that, and I, that's the stone that I, I said could I take it for security because yeah. somebody could walk away with it. Of course, yeah. yeah. You know, I know it's under a bigger rock. Yes, but yeah. uh, for, for, and and uh, I, I couldn't take that. But um, it's it's amazing to see it. I mean, it's like as if you cut off a horn off of this now, which you can't. No, but anyway, uh, it's like as if you cut it off and put it into the middle of the rock. It's inside in the rock. Of course, one of the one of the good things about this is that it is in private land. Yeah, and it yeah. is. It's not something that somebody will stumble across. That's you right. know when they're out for a walk or yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that. Because the the rock had done a maze. Now my maiden name was Lawler, and I was a Lawler clan gathering from the very beginning, and I went up to about fifteen or twenty of them, I suppose, over the years. But the rock had done a maze was part of it because there were ba- the seven sips of leash were banished. Was a big row up there, big. The English will say, and it, it sounds like your thing now, but it's a big like uh, the remains of a castle, and they have done a bit of archaeology work on it, but not much. But they found skulls and God only knows what else yes. on the battles, and the seven sips of leash were all banished to Kerry. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. how our family yeah. came to Queen. That's how our lot God only knows what they'll find down in Whitegate when they get going. On Wednesday night. Yes. Uh, Wednesday night, we're, we're, um, uh, the archaeologist again, uh, Adele, has, has uh, organised uh, uh, the hall in, in the, the clubhouse in Whitegate for, for a talk. And, and 
and uh, she will be the speaker of the night and she will tell us her, her uh, interpretation and presentation yeah. so far and, and what she has done and what she has what she thinks it is and my brother then he will be talking on the, on, on Dorene which is uh, the townsland and he will discuss the heritage of the townsland under the following headings prehistoric stone age to iron age and paganism to Christianity pestered farming and bullying links to the iron industry the ordnance survey a record of the way of life in the rainy and changes since then now the rainy is just an example it's in every town's land in in clear but he has done an awful lot of research on this and um he has come up with with uh, a lot of stuff but um then on the night as well um uh, we have also noel murphy and he has done a lot of research and and he is covering faction fighting in Guinini. Now Guinini is Whitegate. Yes. So he's he's covering the faction fight and at the fairs between the two rival <laughs> mm-hmm. groups. And Noel, so Noel of course is a local historian. No, Noel is a local based historian. in Mount Shannon. That's right. That's yes, right. Yeah. yeah. And then we have uh, Michael McGrath, which is local to Scarif here. He he was uh, and he still is an agricultural advisor. Yeah, he was county agricultural officer. That's right. Uh, yeah, the head yeah. man in the in with, under the council back in yeah. the, I'd say up to, up to the time he retired. That's right. So he he's he's awfully interested, and, and he was down in Lock Hill on a tour that we did, and himself and um, Stephen Walsh from Fecal, and now himself and Steve, Stephen are doing a talk on rock formation, and flora in Lock Hill. So they have been there and they've done that uh, and uh, I, I myself will just be talking about growing up in Lock Hill yes. so that's basically what, what it's, it's about. And Michal, I just I don't know, can you answer this question but if somebody finds an object on, the, on their land like yourself, yes, and if it turns out to be of historical significance who actually owns it? Well I suppose the thing about it is I would feel that I own it but I mean <laughs> the, law, <laughs> the law would yeah. say that the it state. probably has to state, stay there yeah. State, yeah. yeah yeah it's a count to where you find it of course yeah you know I mean the thing about it is if, if you um, stones are you know what I mean anything I mean this is all iron or stone age this isn't bronze or gold we're talking about here mm. that's what I now I don't think there's any gold on the mountain well, there's only one way to find out. So, I mean, who wants stones? Yeah. Other than thinking of the Bahan gold find back yeah. years, yes, and they were yeah. doing the railway, and yeah. they melted down a lot of it. Yeah, very yeah. little of it yeah, back, back sure. to the even the fecal gold. Yeah, the, you know, so you know, I'm not sure. Uh, of course, if the state. But I mean, yeah, you have to report yeah. everything to the state within ninety. Exactly. We had we had Tomas, and we were actually that's another thing we were talking about before we came here this morning, because Dara was. Bursting to know if he found something, could he keep it? <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the, there was a find in fecal, which you referred yeah, to. Yeah, right. Fatinari, was it? That's right. Yeah. And and the um, there had been kind of local folklore that there was gold. Yes. And one yeah. woman was adamant, like mm. for decades before this, that there was gold between, we'll say, your house mm. and my house. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And it was found, and there yeah. was gold, and this was buried like. 
you know, many, many centuries ago. Yeah. Couple, yeah you know. Yeah. But I think was, this piece yeah. of gold did the rounds of fetal before it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ended but up. So, like in, in Queen Abbey now, they did two digs there not so long ago and a couple of years ago. And it was, uh, it was in Clare Champion about it and what they found. Mm. They didn't mm. find They didn't mm. find a whole They found a few things. Mm. And um, about a month or two later, these guys went in at four o'clock in the morning with gango hammers. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, into yeah. the back of the abbey and took out a big scalp of it oh. and dug a big huge hole and there was a big hole in it oh yeah, yeah now whether they yeah. found anything or not we don't know yeah but yeah. There, there were altar plates you see missing oh, and, yeah. uh, and, and and gold and silver altar yeah there's the so fires. many yeah, there's they were missing and they were given supposedly to the mm. people in the Lord Dunbines in Nepal yeah. and they were to be given back but they were never given back so they were wondering. I suppose when it was on the paper, it got them thinking. Yes, yeah. But I mean, there's so many so traditions and so many know. stories and was different really things. Found on that, yeah. Just to put people searching, they're supposed to be gold buried in Clonuskar. And it was taken from Holy Island when there was some sort of a raid on and the monks were leaving mm. and they carried it in carts or whatever they brought it in at that time. Yeah. And and then when the after leaving Clonuskar, going out towards Fekil, there was no hole. So just to put it out there, that anybody, everybody should be searching for it. Yeah. Well, I suppose... Do you have to, you, you, don't you have to have a licence to have a, a metal detector now? I think you do. You may have, yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean, it, it, it does say as well that, you know, you ignore, uh, we'll say, local folklore at your parents. Yes. 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 Because, yes. I mean, things get handed down through the centuries. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they might change around a bit and bits added to them. But, you know, right. the one in yeah. Fakel in particular was, you'd say yeah. to yourself, yeah. Yeah. something, information was yeah. handed down somewhere yeah. and it stayed going. Yes, yeah. the Mahan yeah. one was just a, people had buried it on their own one time in a big moats or whatever. And when they were doing the railway line, the lads came across it and yeah. it was a yeah. huge find. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, they, they sold it to local farmers and yeah. they melted it down, which is an awful pity. But some, yeah. of, some of it to get into the National Library, yeah. which was a fantastic, the biggest Well, I hope to do to find the same. Now, we'll look here. And Tara, if I do, I'll share this. Oh, I do, do. Don't forget <laughs> <all> well. <laughs> Listen, Michal, just to finish uh, the yeah. time again and the place. The time is next Wednesday night at, at 7.30 until 9 o'clock. And it's in the clubhouse in Whitegate. And I want to thank the clubhouse for, even though it was Adele and all that, that organised this, but just to say thank you to them. And uh, that uh, that's basically what the topic will be about on the night. And uh, I hope it should be a great turnout as well. Yeah, I'm well, not sure. Yeah, no. I mean, my it most is. biggest interest is is what is actually what has Adele yeah. Barry, the archaeologist, yeah. has to say. Has she found, yeah. yeah. And yeah. where are we going, sort of? Exactly. Yes. You know, where you're progressing. Yeah. Else. yeah. So, yeah. And it's time, time next year, I hope to be back here saying the, what they found. What, fantastic I mean, things. That yeah. I own what they found. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but at least, at least, you know, even yeah. if you don't, if you can't keep it, at least you know you're after unearthing something brilliant. But there's one thing. I want to say that, that um, you know down through the years the authorities and the laws were all great at if you found something you know there'd be a team in and they'd, they'd take it away into Dublin but I want to say this that yes, yes. I want it kept in Clare no Museum in if, uh, no in Lockhill, oh, if sorry. it's found in Lockhill, or yeah. if it's found in Scariff I want it kept in Scariff or in Mount Shannon I want it identified oh, yeah. placed 
and yeah. some sort of building now we can move a little bit. But yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's where the libraries could come Yes, in. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, I, I don't like this idea of it going off to yes. Dublin. I've never seen it again. I've never seen it again. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. they, they did it in... in Holy every, Island. Holy Island. Yes. Yeah, yes. case in point. Did they ever get to Dublin? We don't know. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing in, in Mount Shannon School, before ever I went there, uh, mm. an exhibition of items found on, in yes. English culture, yeah. Yeah. and they've never been seen since, most no. of them. Well, that's not going to happen in Lockheed, like okay listen we leave it at that Michal many thanks for coming thanks in for hopefully and we'll see you on Wednesday night yeah um, and then thanks again for, for joining in in that conversation <laughs> Sorry, because we did ask you to stay and I knew you'd be interested yeah, yeah.